0: Okay, we're starting to fill a Okay, we did yesterday the beginning of Rosh Hashanah, Mariv, and the beginning of some of the, the Unyoney Mishvan Now we are going to go into Unyoney Shachris of the Heiligetug of Rosh Hashanah. a Okay, we're talking about people on a very high Rajga. We're talking about people that would wake up a chatsois on Rosh Hashanah to make sure that they say, Tikun Khatsois of achaz Balasak at And then they would be Isaac and Tyya until the morning. Listen to this, it's amazing. He asks it with such pashtus. Like, why would this night be different to every other night? And since every other night you wake up in the middle of the night, so of course in Rosh Hashanah you're going to do the same thing. Okay? Okay. Obviously you're going to go to the mikvah in the morning of Rosh Hashanah. The tahara of the guf when you dip yourself in the mikvah, we spoke about... Um, this morning, the idea of going to the mikvah on Erev Yom right? We spoke already previously about Erev Rosh Hashanah going to the mikvah. But what he's saying over here is that when we are mit tahar, our guf, our bodies, that is a skula for a tahara of our neshama, which obviously is very important. Kvam ilasemur l'mal, we already explained previously, bitfila shal khanashon on the regular davening, as horakama parma kavon is hatfila. How important it is to have kavonah during davening. Okay, now by the way, I just want to point out, before we move on, what does it mean, Kavona in Davening? You know, people are very busy talking about, have kavana in Davening, have Kavona in Davening. What is the definition of Kavona in Davening? There's a famous Gemara in Rosh Hashanah, everybody knows the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah, where the Gemara talks over there about there are two people in hospital. And these two people had the same illness, and the same level of illness. Everything was similar. One of them died, and one of them lived. And the Gemara wants to know why is it that one of them li- lived and one of them died when they basically had the same illness. And the Gemara answers: you can look it up yourself. The Gemara says because one of them davened and was answered, and one of them davened and was not answered. And the Gemara says why? If they both davened, why did they both? Um, why was one answered and the other one wasn't? And the Gemara says because one davened tefillah shlema, and the other one didn't. It says Rashi, what is the definition of a tefillah shlema? Nischaven. What we would say, kavana. Which basically means, there's a very interesting question. You've got two people who are in a hospital bed, Rachman and Etzlom, we should never know. And they're both diagnosed with a terrible illness. And you can imagine, they're going to open up their tehenem to Davin. Do you think one of them had more Kavanah than the other one? Don't you think they both would have had tremendous amount of Kavana? Yeah, of course, maybe one would have more than the other one, because naturally, we have different levels of Kavana, But both of them, for sure, would have Kavanah. Can you imagine, do you think one of them would Davin in the same way that one of us... Or maybe not us, but other people daven mincha. You know, those people. You know, there's aloha, There's aloha when you take three steps back. There's halacha brought down, everyone knows the a shocher right. Some of the base, some of the base. The the, the, the aloha is that you're not allowed to take three steps back in somebody else's dalar damas when they're davening shemnesa. So what the aloha is, you look back, you want to see that the guy's davening shemnesa, okay? So what happens? and This happens all the time, yeah. Happens all the time. You look behind to see the guy's still davening, right? And he's like. He's looking all over the place. Oh, very uh, okay, good. I can take, he's, like he's finished. Then you look again, and he's, he's doubling again, like, huh? What is going on over here? A minute ago, he was like, looking around the world. The next minute, he's dumbling again, right? Okay, I get it. You know, I get it. Shach Osman Chamarav It's hard every day to have kavana. I hear, we have to work on it. But can you imagine the guy in hospital, the guy in the hospital, you think he's gonna not have kavana? Of course he's gonna have kavana. So what does it mean when the Gemara says one had kavana and one didn't have kavana? So Rabbi it explains a beautiful chatness Explains, kavana doesn't mean concentration. Kavana doesn't mean the way we translate kavana avin You know, kavana means mm-hmm. kavana means that he realizes that his davening is going to be answered, that he has full trust in the rabbi that this filler is going to be heard and answered by the rabbi lalam That's what kavana means. The answer so, is... that, that, and sometimes the answer is no. You know okay. So that's right, I hear. That's a wonderful question for Tefillah when we discuss, which we will be beizah Shem after Yontov, going through in Yoni Tefillah. We we'll have to discuss that. I did, but I just wanted to stick that in over here because he's about to talk about the Kavana of Davening on Rosh Hashanah, and it's important. Rosh Hashanah Davening is one of the greatest Tefillahs we're ever going to say in our entire year. It's important to have Kavana. Which Kavanah doesn't always and only mean know the words and understand what you're saying, but it also means with the realization that the Melech Malka and the Ravon is listening and he wants to hear from you and he can't wait to hear from you. And when you're speaking, he listens. And that's an amazing thing because he can answer you if he wants to and if it's the right thing to do. So let's move on. Can you imagine? We're dealing with Yomim neroyim we're dealing with some of the highest fillers of the year. Kitchilas Dinoi Al Hear this? The first din on us that's gonna be is a din that we didn't give the appropriate covert to the Ribbonish laulam. That's huge. That's huge. Listen to this, This is of the, This is the. we're learning Zoya right now. We're learning Kabbalah from Ibn Shima Yochai. we're learning Kabbalah. Okay, he's talking about the based in or convening together to judge the world. The first din is someone that did not give the correct COVID respect to the Rabbani Shalom. And was not the Torah and those people that serve it. Also someone... That does not get worried. The fact that a Kodesh name is not, is not is being desecrated is not being you know upheld in the proper way. My brothers, my friends, I love your nefesh. Can you imagine if you're saying the words and you're just you're just saying them because the Maqsa says it, so you're repeating it and you're saying it, but there's nothing going on in your heart and in your brain? Yeah, nothing's going on. Shaya. You're, you're thinking of the world. You're thinking about what's for lunch. How long is it going to take me to walk after Musaf? Is it worth it? I think this doubling is a little bit too schlepped. I think we shouldn't have had a speech from before Musaf. Like, come on. This is, is where makshabahs are. When you have an opportunity to talk to a bernish and change your whole year. This is not where your makshabah should be. Yes, you need to say the words, but the words have to be attached to something and that's called your heart. That's why it says in, in, in Ta'inus. What does it say? Daftes. What does it say? Right in the beginning, that base. Serving Hashem with your heart—that's who Tefillah is the Gemara. Tefillah is with your heart, not with your mouth. Yes, you may have to say the words of davening, but ultimately it's meant to come from your heart. It's meant to be real. It's meant to be thinking about you saying. You ever had a guy that he's not sure if he benched or if he's not sure if he said a bracha ha'choina? Can you imagine that you, you you ate lunch, you walk out the dining room. This doesn't happen to any of you. But can you imagine such a case? A guy walks out of the dining room and a guy meets you out and says, Did you make a bracha HaKoina? Ooh. I, you know, I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't remember. You, ha- you ever had such a guy? Did you ever, ever have a guy that was like, I don't remember if I ate lunch today? I, I don't think it exists. No, I don't think it exists. I think we all remember if we, went, if we ate lunch. right? We remember because it's important to us. And we enjoy it. And therefore we remember it. But did we make a bracha I mean, you have a huge board on the wall. Look at this. <laughs> huge board of is there. Huge brocha over there. There's no excuse. You want to say you don't know by heart, I didn't remember. It's in your face over here. Okay? But both said, here's what he's telling us over here is that how can you say something and not remember afterwards that you didn't say it? Because you were thinking about what's on the menu. What do you think Yeshiva are serving for lunch today on Rosh Hashanah? I don't know. Are they giving us the Simonam again? I don't know, the ice cream last night, I don't know, it was a bit melted. Hopefully today, they'll remember taking it like, Seriously? That's what you're thinking about? Um, Woe is to that embarrassment. The Daiborizu. Gami Za Odam. Shahima Psuka de The Nishra's Mahirus. Psuka the by the way, this is not really the time. Or maybe it is. Pesukah de Zimma is something that unfortunately gets lost. People run into Vishmanjus, you wrap up the Tfilin, boom, off you go, The are in Ishmanasra and it's with the Tfilah with the Tzibu, which by the way is very important to Davan Shman with the Tzibu. But Pesukah de Zimma is what leads you to Shman Pesukah de Zimma is the Shvach of the Rabbi Shalom. Pesuch of the Zimma, scissors, fingers are the pipes that lead you to the Shmaneser. If you block the pipes in the middle, how do you get to the Shmaneser? If you skip a few stages, it's not going to work. Pesuch the Zimra is an amazing opportunity. You should come early enough to shul during the year, and for sure on Rosh Hashanah, and say every word. The Mishnah says what about Pesuch the Zimra? He says you should say the words like you count money. You ever met a guy that's counting money for himself? And he's like, well, for sure for somebody else, but for sure for yourself, but... Yeah, whatever, it's about. <laughs> I need to collect every bit. We have rich people that look at their bank every minute because, oh, I guess it I don't know, but I guess it looks good to look at the bank statement and see $642 million. I guess it looks good. I don't know. Maybe one day, got the Shmohu will be that he'll, the Yeshiva account will be able to say such sums on it that we'll be able to look at. You know what I mean? But I'll upon him, you know, people like, but when it comes to Sukkot so Zim and the Mishmu's is counted like money, every word is so precious. You're, you praising the Rabbi Yishalaylun, you know what that is? The Nishmas! Nishmas Kalchai, what a beautiful thriller! On Shabbos we get to say it, on tov we get to say it, Rosh Hashanah! Nishmas, you're gonna come into Shul late and after Chaparain! Come on! It's better to say, Prasukha and Nishmas slowly and carefully, every word count enjoy. joy. Ah! as Zeb Royal is but make sure that you start Shmene with the Olam. And that, by the way, is a very important thing. Tfilah means to damage with the Olam. And therefore, when the Olam are starting Shmene you should be starting with them. And if it means you're skipping sometimes during the week and a chanami, that's what you'll have to do, skip a few pieces of, shman, of, of Pesukha de Zimra. Not Birkhas Krishna and Krishna, obviously, but at least some of the Pesukah de Zimra, the Halalukas. We're not going to go through now what you skip, but I can put them to realize that it can be done, because it's important to be done with the tzibu. Wow. You hear this? this is, I'm going to say it again. Even if your sheman Esra takes many Hours after they have finished governing Okay? <laughs> that's called Philip You don't have to worry that maybe Hours. <laughs> <hear> the <that>? <laughs> Right? And that's what we do in Yeshiva is we say between Ishtabach and baruchu. Tremendous. Okay, so let's just try to finish the Perik. Then tomorrow we can go to the Takiyas. <laughs> can you hear this? After tefillah, start to get prepare yourself to start crying and bring down tears, Matcha by the way by the way which we're going to start to say Rosh Hashanah, Asesamechuva, and Yomaki until Ni'ilah, is an amazing opportunity. And let me just give you this idea, and we've got two small paragraphs, so I'm going to finish for today. And that is, Ovinu Malkainu. How do we define Avinu Malkainu? Why do we say Baruch Hu is both Ovinu and also Malkainu? The answer is like this. Avinu is our father. We want to say the Abenchim is our tata. He's our father. What is a father? A father is someone, in most cases, that cares tremendously about his children. Right, Every father cares about his children, but not every father has the ability to do what he wants to for his children. Maybe he doesn't have the finances, the time, the energy, who knows? The uh, other thing is the king, a melech. Why? Because a melech, a king, generally is a very powerful, very rich person. He can do whatever he wants. And he has the resources, he can do it. But not always does he care about you. So we're saying, Rabbi listen to this, Rabbi this is the kabbani you should be having during Avid and Marken, Yishter, Rosh Hashanah, Kippur. We're saying, Rebbeinu you are our vinu, Malkenu. You are both a father that loves us and cares for us and wants the world for us, but you're also Malkenu. You're also the Melech, and you can do everything. That's what we're saying about the Rebbeinu Shlomim. Listen to this Rebbe say a <laughs> little bit of a quick uh, PR for Yeshiva's uh, bidding. <laughs> it's Roy right for a person to buy buy an Aliyah. <laughs> The ica mitzvah Not to get it for free, but to pay money for it. Let's learn Rebbe Shimon by and We finish the parak. So shall not do it for free. And whatever he can, whatever he's able to, he should try. Don't take it for free. He's saying the same thing also regarding mitzvahs. It's not kedai to do mitzvahs for free you got to pay money. And the mitzvah is when you give your money to the mitzvah. And therefore, when you pay money to buy an aliyah on Rosh Hashanah or a HaMet on Yom Kippur, it is absolutely worth it. It's a very, very important thing. We're both so we to the second perik of the Yisod V'Sharesh V'Rodah Rosh Hashanah. In mitzvoshem tomorrow, second, we're going to start with the Ezar Perik Shlishi, where he starts to talk about the kavanas of the Tkiyas Shofar, the Ezar